24 hours down the track. <laughs> what are you thinking about all this now? I guess uh, still in the act in the process of bewilderment, but nevertheless, uh, kind of uh, the picture's being painted a little clearer. And, and you know, if you really analyse it, what it is, it's um, uh, I suppose if you're going to give some credit, you've got to give it credit to the Saudis. The Saudis, I would say, embarked on live golf with one end goal in mind that they wanted to to be a controlling factor within the PGA Tour, and I think that that's kind of and when you think about it, they've actually just achieved that, you know, and. Uh, the players are only pawns in a very, very, very large money game, right? And um, even the live golfers, not that I feel one iota of sympathy for any of them, some of those are just get cast aside now, you know. So it's it's kind of, it's, it's an interesting where it ends up, right? It ends up because if you'd have said three years ago, well, the Saudis want to buy a share of PJ Tour, everyone would have said, you know, what, what, what drugs are you taking? Um, but that's happened. And it's happened through there. They're throwing so much money at a thing called Live Golf, which has brought PGA Tour to a point where they realise that financially, to fight this thing is is probably you know that they don't have the bottomless pit that the uh, that the Saudis have, and so they've gone to the table and sold them a share of their business, which they would never have contemplated doing had Live Golf not 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 existed. So it's kind of I, I guess I'm kind of rationalising it in in terms of the murky world of money.